This is Quranism.com. This is Quranism. Welcome to Life Stories, the podcast. These are the stories of real people in real time. True testimony, social commentary, news and reviews. This is Life Stories, the Quranism podcast. This is a production of Quranism Media. Hi, this is Quran and welcome to my new podcast. I am excited to be here. This is a return for me to podcasting and to iTunes. So hopefully you'll take this journey with me. We can learn from one another and grow together and have a little fun along the way. I want to tell you a little bit about myself. I am an artist. I am a a multi-medium artist. I am an artist in, I work primarily between two fields, two industries. Um, I am by trade a hairdresser and beautician, and I've worked in uh, in beauty for over 25 years, representing global manufacturers in both artistry and education. Um, closely related to that is my media background. I am also a journalist. I've been a writer since the second grade, uh, a published writer <laughs> since the second grade, and um, writing has always had a great love. I've always had a great love for writing, and I've always had uh, a great interest in the world around me and the news and how it's delivered and reported. So the Quranism Beauty and Media Group is a culmination of both of those things. It allows me to express myself creatively um, and also to help guide others. I believe in developing new talent. Uh, I believe it's my responsibility to to give back and to contribute to an industry that's given me so very much. What is Quranism? Quranism is the active, intentional state of resisting mediocrity. It is defying convention or low thinking, and the condition presents with extraordinary discipline, spiritual muscular definition, and severe allergic reactions to bullshit. It is badass. I am a lover of beautiful things and shiny people, shiny things and beautiful people. I refer to myself as the queen of glam evangelism, and I am the ruler of all I survey. I have an extraordinary life and an interesting family, and I've cloned myself a few times. My gift to the world, you're very welcome. The career that chose me is something I never in a million years thought I would do. Beauty was something that was not native to me. Uh, I was pretty much a tomboy. Um, So thinking about becoming a hairdresser or being in the beauty industry was so far away from my consciousness. But that unthought has now surpassed more than 25 years, and it's been a wild and incredible ride. I kicked ass as an artist in the beauty industry. I've won awards. I've taught for some of the most insane and most beloved global brands. Blah, 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 blah. Um, I am basically here because I have had to rebuild my life. I've had to start up and start over a number of times. One of the things I'm most proud of is my service to this country. I am one of the few women who has 
dual service in the United States Armed Forces, serving both with the United States Navy and the United States Army. Um, that's something that I'm very proud of. And um, my veteran status is something that I, I also wear very proudly. Unfortunately, at this time in our country's life, we uh, live in a world where our veterans, especially women veterans, are not treated with the kind of respect uh, or even given the benefits that and entitlements that we've earned by our service to this country. So I have joined with an organization called Women Veterans Interactive, and Women Veterans Interactive, led by the dynamic Ginger Bain Miller, um, actually helped save my life. Um, I found myself with my family as one of those homeless veterans that you hear about so often and very seldom hear about um, success. I was able to pull myself up by the bootstraps, but I did not do it alone. And Ginger did not leave me alone during the year. My family and I lived on the street and in dilapidated housing. And I actually got incredibly ill because of it. Um, I had inhaled a number of environmental hazards in a substandard house that we ended up taking shelter in. And uh, black mold was the culprit. Um, I have since experienced um, severe allergic reactions to just about everything in my life, um, including my work as a colorist by trade. Um, I can no longer work in the manner that I used to um, because of new allergies. I have also um, had some issues with breathing and my lung capacity is not what it used to be. Um, I'm a singer, so that makes a big difference. I've been a, a musician and singer my entire life, and I'm not able to do that in the same capacity as well either. Um, in addition to that, I do have a military injury. I am a disabled veteran. Um, and you know, in hindsight, I wouldn't change a thing. I live a very full life and one without regret. What I would change, no, wrong choice of words, what I would like to see happen is our country honor those of us who have protected it just by doing what they're supposed to do, put the money where it's supposed to be and help us live out the rest of our lives in some semblance, with some semblance of dignity and honor and respect. Um, we shouldn't have to live on the street Everybody that's homeless does not live under a bridge, but there are far too many of us that live from floor to floor and car to car. So that's just a little bit about my story. Um, I'm also an advocate for women. Uh, I believe in fighting for a number of issues concerning women, first and foremost, violence against women, rape and uh, sexual assault, um, childhood sexual assault. I have become an advocate and an ally for um, domestic violence, survivors of domestic violence. I too am a survivor of a very, very violent marriage. And I say all this to say, whatever your life is, only you can determine what you want it to be. And everybody doesn't have enough 
energy, enough juice left after life has beat them down to survive. I happen to be one of those people who was able to fight through the darkness of abuse, of depression, of disability, of illness, of the illnesses of my children. I have two children who have severe illnesses um, in their youth. Um, as a mother, as a woman, as a black woman, as a patriot, as a lover and a fighter, I have been able to rebuild my life. And I'm still in the process, but rebuilding a life takes a great deal of courage. It takes such a great amount of courage that that courage is actually activated when you think you don't have anything left. When you think there's nothing left to give, that's when courage actually kicks in. And that's one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast and one of the reasons why I started my organization, which is called Rebuild Her. Um, the big question when I came out of homelessness, when I came out of a domestic, a, a domestically abusive and financially abusive marriage was what now? That was the one question no one could answer uh, because in a lot of ways, a lot of people didn't make it to freedom. They didn't live long enough. They didn't survive the homelessness or the illnesses or all of the other um, negative and deadly consequences that can come along with being homeless. A lot of people don't make it out of abusive marriages. Women are more likely to die if they leave their abusive spouse or partner. So I count it a privilege to still have a voice. And I count it an honor to be able to still use my voice in whatever way I see fit. Because in spite of how I feel about the Veterans Administration, we still live in a country where we can say what we want to say worship our God, whatever shape or form or name you should call your higher power, you have the freedom to do that without fear of consequence. We live in a world, we live in a time where people who have lived their entire lives in secret or in shame are able to live just a little bit freer. That includes black people. That includes gay people. That includes uh, people of Middle Eastern descent living in the United States. That includes people who have too much money or not enough. That includes the poor, the wealthy, the fool, and the foul. We all have an opportunity to live another day and to change the lives that we have. So with that being said, <laughs> I know that was a lot. Um, I'm also a photographer. Um, celebrating more than 25 years in the beauty industry. I'm an award-winning hair and makeup artist, um, national educator, and columnist. I am a, a highly sought, well, I used to be before I retired, highly sought trainer for corporations and salon professionals at every level. And I share my vision, expertise on excellence and service in artistry, especially in diversity and media. I, I built my career around diversity. Um, working in the higher levels of the beauty industry, you don't see very many women who look like I do. And that's sad because there's so many women who do the same kind of work, who do beautiful, uh, exquisite, just exquisite hands, uh, 
creating things that adorn women and, and men that never get seen. They never get an opportunity to go beyond um, their city or their, locali- their local uh, town where they live. I've served as an artistic and education leader for some of the world's most beloved beauty brands, brands like John Paul Mitchell Systems. I've worked with Aveda, with Redken, with Wella, uh, some of the um, some of the more boutique higher end brands like Number Four High Performance Hair Care, um, Aloxy Hair Color. Um, I still love my work. I still love my craft. I was also named one of the top beauty professionals in the U.S. by InStyle Magazine and InStyle.com and was recognized as an industry expert. I'm a featured industry expert in green technology um, and in salon management. Um, My journey continues as the executive director of the Quranism Beauty and Media Group. This is my life's work. This is how I not only put my best work ahead of me, my best foot forward, but also how I can encourage and inspire others and also guide them to do the same for themselves. I'm most fascinated by what I can capture through my lens. Beauty photography is something that is very important to me because diversity has, there's an absence of diversity in front of the camera and behind the camera in the beauty and fashion industry. Um, I come from a long line of photographers. Uh, My uncle Stevie, who passed away, um, was one of the greatest photographers I'd ever known. And uh, he was actually taught by my dad, who's also a brilliant artist. Um, uh, My uncle Stevie, he was the one. He was just, um, he was the kindest heart. But what he could deliver through his eye, what he could deliver through that lens would change your life. It was just I remember being a child and, and going to their, their home in West Baltimore. Um, my Uncle Stevie and my Aunt Ophelia, both who are now no longer with us. Um, and just looking at the pictures of their lives, their his wife, their children, um, in the light, in the dark. Images that were so powerful that they still stay with me today. Um, I aspire to be like my Uncle Stevie. He was cool. He was really cool. He was very, he was extraordinarily gifted. And uh, I carry that gift that he gave to me with me uh, as I move forward as a photojournalist. Um, Storytelling is very important to me. Um, Deeply moving storytelling, priceless moments being captured through images, through Um, through life, watching people live their lives, whether that is through joy, through pain, through sorrow, through extraordinary circumstances. Life is a beautiful thing, and I think far too many people take it for granted. I'm fearless when it comes to pushing boundaries because I'm determined to change perception with images of people that look like people, not people that look like mannequins or people that look like uh, caricatures, Um, people who look like people living their everyday lives in the beauty of who they are, even the beauty of who they aspire to be, but all ages, sizes, and stages of life. I'm motivated and inspired with humor. 
I motivate and inspire with humor and uncommon sense. And I consistently contribute to my industry and my community by mentoring. I still develop new talent. It's very important to me. And I organize events to benefit various charitable organizations. Um, near and dear to me is breast cancer. That's something that I've given quite a bit of my my time to, my career to. Um, as a woman, it hits very close to home. I balance a great demand as a journalist, as a photographer, as a team coach and creative director. And I'm very fortunate that my work has been featured in publications and shows and programs throughout the U.S. and abroad. What drives me? I am driven by my belief in the art, the artist, and the pursuit of excellence. That's pretty much me in a nutshell. I believe in love. I believe in beauty. I believe in service. This is Karan, and I want to thank you so much for joining me. This journey we're about to take together is going to be exciting because we're going to talk about life. We're going to talk about love, and we're going to talk about how to serve one another in a much, much sweeter way. Thanks so much for joining me. This has been Quranism, the podcast, Life Stories. Thank you for joining us. New episodes every Sunday and Wednesday right here on SoundCloud and iTunes. Visit us online at Quranism.com.